real shit, real shit. I know what my real niggas feel is. Nighttime, low tone. And even see the stars, but we still wish. Real shit, real shit. Who ever thought that we would feel this? Trying to walk to school, get your jaw socked. Trying to pump your gas, get your car shot. Large profit margin on the long shots. Cause young niggas really make it off the hard block. Nighttime, low zone. Fucking young bitches while they folks home. High school, didn't go. What it do, man? Y'all know what it is. It's your boy back with another episode. Man, I wasn't even gonna do another show this week. I was gonna do one next week. But as y'all can see, I was drunk. I was zoning out to my boy Nip, you know what I'm saying? But this show that I'm doing today, and I probably got a few guests that's going to tap in. What's up, Keith? What's up? Your shirt should be coming by next week, hopefully. You, your shirt should be coming. I appreciate the support. Um, I thank you. Because you didn't have to support me. You didn't have to do that at all, and I thank you. Um, but anyway, uh, first I want to start off the show by saying the reason why I posted the pic, um, you know what I'm saying, for the link and stuff like that with my boy BJ on there and my boy Shane G in the back was because when BJ gave me that, uh, I guess you could call it a hug. When BJ gave me that hug, he told me to be great and leave the hood. He told me to be great and get out the hood. You know what I'm saying? But what I realized is that, uh, it ain't about leaving the hood, man. We got to make the hood great. Even if you don't live in the hood no more, you still can make the hood great, man. You still can uh, contribute and you still can help invest in business and do all kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I want to post that pic about, uh, you know what I'm saying, about BJ, man. So RIP the BJ Booker. Oh, that that's cute. Cool. You did a good job. You know what I'm saying? RIP to my homie Buck Joe. RIP to... Uh, the homie Big Booger, all cats that was out my neighborhood that uh was influential in my neighborhood. And um I seen growing up, and that was some real cats and stuff like that. And it was inspiring on my part, uh, good and bad. Um, the hustling mentality that they had, you know what I'm saying? So uh, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to them boys that's not here. But anyway, this show, to get on, this show is about a lot of things, man. That's uh Troubling our community. I know a lot of people out there in Beaumont seem like these three kids, four kids, uh, 16 and 17. Uh, they stole a car. They stole a car, man. You know what I'm saying? They stole a car. So, you know, at 16 and 17, stealing cars in the hood and stuff like that. I know when we was growing up, we had cats like that that was doing stuff like that. But uh, I think now, man, as, as, a, as being adults and being grown, uh, I ain't trying to tell people how to be parents and shit because I don't think there's no way, there's no right way to, to parent your kid. But, uh, man, we got to start giving our kids better options, man. We got to start making our community better for our kids to live in. I got my daughter right here, five, you know what I'm saying? She got to, I don't plan on moving out of Beaumont, you know, you know, as job opportunities wise back in the days, yeah, I would, I would love to move out of Beaumont. Houston, Austin, Dallas, or whatever. But now, you know what I'm saying? Me being 40, uh, me having, I'm going to say a great job. Me having a good job 
and me not looking to go work anywhere else and stuff like that, it's pretty cemented that I'm going to stay in Beaumont. And or even if it was in Sour Lake or Harden Jefferson or wherever it may be, or Hampshire Finette, my daughter still would have to, uh, she still probably would have to come to Beaumont to do whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm 40 water. So, do I want my daughter to come visit Beaumont or come hang out in Beaumont that's better than what it is now? Of course. I don't want her to have to come to Beaumont if she said, oh, hey, dad, I'm going to Beaumont and I got to you know what I'm saying? Stay close to the phone because I don't know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Because the community is bad. And and I'm not trying to run for no office. That is perfect. Who taught y'all to fold? Granny. Granny taught y'all to fold that? Ooh, dope. So, I'm not trying to run for office. I'm not trying to run for War 3. Maybe in 2023 I might run for War 3. But right now, I'm not trying to run for no office, man. I don't know nothing about politics. Uh, I don't know none of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just a person that is from my neighborhood, and I just want it to be great. You know, when I was growing up, I was we was gangbanging. We was really gangbanging. We took pride in our neighborhood. I took pride in my neighborhood. I gangbanged my neighborhood off the off the bat. And even though that was wrong, I had pride in my neighborhood and I have pride in my neighborhood now. It's just in a positive way. So I still have that pride. It's just positive now. So when I speak passionate about my community and my environment, it's because I had homies like my boy David Marks that grew up with me. And he's seen how it was back in the days. And he's seen how we used to bang our neighborhood. We used to play on the opposite side of the field all the time. That was what we love to do. We used to love to go to the other side of town and we used to love to go play in the opposite side of town. And when I say play, y'all know what I mean by play, but it's different now. And I want my community, I'm trying to justify the things that I have done and I want my community to be great. I want my neighborhood to be great. I want South Park to be great. I want Pear Archie to be great. I want the South End to be great. So when I be posting stuff on Facebook, it's really just the right, the wrong that I've been, you know, that I did when back in the days, because we didn't have nobody. We didn't have. <laughs> yeah, we used to catch the fade. We didn't have big homies telling us uh, to do all this. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have big homies telling us to, you know, hey, Go get you a trade. Go get you a school. Uh, go to college. Go to art. Go to the Marines or whatever. Be an entrepreneur. We didn't have no big homies like that and stuff like that. So when I go talk to my little homie at Willie Ray Smith and any other little cat that I see, and I and I and I chop it up with them and I tell them, you know what I'm saying? Because they didn't have no. I had a dad too, but I was still out there in the streets though. You know what I'm saying? I had I, I had a mama. I stayed with my mom. Well, I had. My, well, I live with my grandma, but I, my mom and my dad still together, you know what I'm saying, until this day. So I had a father figure growing up and stuff like that. But I hung up and I hung out in the hood. And if I had an older homie to tell me some of the things that I'm saying right now, of course I was going to listen to the older homie over my parents. Because we, you know, our parents, you know what I'm saying? You know, look, kids ain't trying to um, do all that. So, you know, when I be posting all this stuff on Facebook and stuff like that. It ain't no cap and shit like that because I was just a kid 
from the North End game banging to what I'm doing right now. You know what I'm saying? All I did was just uh, put passion and uh, and was just consistent about the things and stuff like that. But anyway, and he said invest in real estate too. Yeah, invest in real estate. Yeah. Holla at Brandon Johnson if you want to um, buy a home or you're looking for some land and all that type of stuff. Um, but if you want to come on a show and talk about something that's troubling our community, you can do that too. But, um, and, and another thing, you know, my parents gonna be mad at this cause we had this conversation. I don't want to really put their business out there, but they told me to, um, and a few other people told me like, chill out with the homie that's running, uh, our ward. I count, I mean, you know, uh, third ward, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I, I reached out to a homie. I still want to have like a straight adult chill conversation with the homie. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I counsel me because I reached out to him several times. I inboxed him. I emailed him. I tried to call him off of Facebook and it was to no avail. You know what I'm saying? I want to see what I could do to try to help our community and stuff like that. But he didn't he didn't respond to it. So I kind of felt like it was a diss. I kind of felt it was kind of disrespectful on my part. You know what I'm saying? It felt like it felt like I was a female trying to holler. You know how y'all females out there have those dudes in y'all inbox and y'all don't respond to them. Y'all just look at their message. That's what he did. He looked at my message. That is perfect. Dang, you folding fold it all and put it like in a temple, like a like a pyramid. And then I'm gonna take a picture. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I he's so you know I respond. I, I hit him with the hey man. You know, I want to intern. <laughs> I want to intern under you and uh, I want to learn from you and stuff like that. But he looked and he just ignored it like a female be ignoring these dudes. So I felt played. So I started tagging him so I could try to get his attention, which I probably still didn't get his attention. But, um, uh, you know, my parents want me to lay off of him. So I'm a chill. You know, it's so I respect if you still want to come on the show and have a conversation uh, anytime soon. I would love that. A respectful chill conversation and we can talk about how we can make our community better and and what we need to do to help him out because you know you can't just do it by yourself so uh you know i want I, I love conversation so anyway as far as it goes with our um with our community it also goes with education and stuff like that so i think um I think as far as our education system, I think it could be better. And um, I got a brother that's coming on next week. He's running for um, BISD, I think is District 2. My boy, Stacy Lewis, he's going to be on the show. He's going to be talking about, you know what I'm saying, education as far as Beaumont goes. And, uh, you know, as far as the school system goes, I, I know a lot of parents get on these teachers' ass. But I'm really like pro teacher, you know what I'm saying? Like I really, you know, these teachers have a tough job dealing with these kids. So imagine this: these 16 and 17 year old kids that's that you know got arrested for, uh, excuse me, for you know car theft or whatever. You think they was paying attention in school? You think these teachers were having a hard time with them in school? You think these parents were, you know, what I'm saying, you know. It, let me let me say this, you know, at, when I talk to a few teachers at BISD, you know what the toughest thing is? It's hard to get in touch with their parents. It's hard to get in touch with these kids' parents 
That's perfect. That's awesome. <laughs> it's it's tough. They tell me it's hard to get in touch with their parents. They can't get in touch with their parents until it's uh, a sports activity. It takes a sports activity for a teacher to get in, in touch with these parents involving their kids. You know what I'm saying? When I went and talked to the kids at Really Ray Smith, you know what I'm saying? When I was talking to them, man, all they really wanted was attention, to be honest with you. They just wanted attention and and the conversation was great, man. That's all they lacking. I don't know if the parents is not giving these kids attention or not. But when I had a conversation with them and I was trying to burn out, to be honest with you, it felt like they didn't want me to burn out. It felt like they still want to have the conversation. And all we was just talking about was, you know, what I'm saying, what do you aspire to be? What's your goals? What's going on? What do you what what do you do for fun and all that type of stuff? And it was just a dope conversation. And they, act, be honest with you, it felt like they wanted to leave with me and to continue the conversation, which I couldn't take them out of school. You know what I'm saying? I can't have them skipping school like that or whatever. But we got to start paying more attention to our kids, man. You know what I'm saying? Instead of y'all going out and want to go turn up in Houston and y'all be saying Beaumont is Bormont, maybe y'all need to go spend some time. And I'm not telling y'all how to raise y'all kids because it ain't no perfect way. But I'm just saying, maybe you need to spend them. I need to spend a little more time with these kids. If you're a single parent, I understand because you're working and your kid at the house and you can't watch your kid. And that's shit. I understand that, too, because when my grandma was working all day. Uh, and she'll come home and, and, and cook, cook me lunch or dinner and then go back to work. Shit, I had the house all to myself. It was grooving. We had the house rocking. I ain't finna tell my business, but. I could do whatever I want when my grandma was gone. So I understand how it is as far as raising your kid. If you're a single parent and if the dad ain't sticking around, you know, the dad is not doing this thing because y'all females be on these kids head right now. Yeah, stay out of the club and take care of your kids, man. Take care of your kids. Look, man, I ain't gonna lie. It's just me personally. I don't go out too much because, you know what I'm saying? Not that wifey here, but my daughter here. And me and my daughter, my daughter, we have a good time. You know what I'm saying? I have a good time. I got my drink. I got whatever. You know what I'm saying? And I watch whatever and we just chill out. You know what I'm saying? But hey, if you want to go to the club and you want to turn out and you want to, you know, your kid get in trouble, your kid slacking in school, then maybe you need to check yourself. Um, because I'm seeing a lot of kids in the teens that's getting hemmed up and that's getting put on. Facebook by the news and, and people are laughing at them and, and, and the stigma and all that type of stuff is, you know what I'm saying? They believe in all that. And, um, yo, Lord, I got your, I got your sweater. What is it? A sweater? Hey, I got your sweater. I'm going to wear it tomorrow before I give it to you. You know what I'm saying? Let me wear it for a couple hours and then I'm going to give it to you, my G. You know what I'm saying? It's go. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate the support. But, uh, and this boy really trying to promote on my show. Because you really trying to promote on my show. I promoted you the first time, but the second time you kind of kind of doing a little too much, my G. But anyway, like I said, man, uh, I think Anthony Barker, he said he was going to come on the show. I don't know. He might be at work, but Anthony was going to come on the show. And uh, he was going to chop it up because I think he wanted to talk about the situation that we did, what, what we had when we Went out to dinner with a couple of councilmen and 
a few other people and uh he didn't like a lot of stuff that y'all had to say say uh but he's supposed to came on i don't know if he's still coming on to be honest with you but uh but man but like i said man we gotta start focusing more on our kids we gotta start checking ourselves too man as i'm just saying as black people period i want to speak to the black people but we got to start checking ourselves, man, because there's too many of these kids getting locked up for stealing, shooting, and all that, man. I, it's just crazy, dog. I mean, to be honest with you, I just played the lot. You know, I just played the. I just bought my lottery ticket, which is what seven hundred million, and I told my parents, and I'm not wilding out. Shout out to Helbig. Shout out to PV. Shout out to Mada. Whatever, you know what I'm saying. Shout out to the hood. But I'm tearing that shit down. <laughs> I'm tearing that all that down, bro. I'm turning Helbig into like some Atlanta fine neighborhood establishment community on grocery store. And it's gonna be like a black haven out there, man. It's gonna be, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna be like on some upscale, not no bougie shit, but some upscale dope shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm it's still gonna be named Helbig, but I'm gonna fucking change the whole environment bro it's gonna be on some uplifting black people getting money type thing or whatever so don't let me hit the lotto because that's what i'm changing it to because i'm gonna boot you off man if you keep saying what you do on your thing i swear i'm gonna block you because i've been on a blocking spree i swear i will block you i'm not i i'm saying i'm gonna build a whole dope ass community in help because it's gonna be like the I'm not going to say it's going to be a black haven, you know what I'm saying, for people that's getting it and grinding. It's going to be a, yeah, Mitch, my bad. Dang, I knew you was watching that too, Mitch. I swear I knew you was watching that, Mitch. My bad. I ain't going to cuss no more, man. I, I ain't cussing no more. My bad, Mitch. Uh, excuse the F words, but yeah, black mecca, my bad. Appreciate it. It's going to be a black mecca, but it's going to be like, I'm not, I'm just saying everybody can live there, but gonna be a black maker i'm gonna bring brandon on brandon you want to come on the show i don't know where uh anthony is but i'm gonna bring brandon on the show he keep on promoting this thing and stuff like that and he flaked on me two times so really i'm still upset like that how you flake on me two times and you want to still come on the show like facts though so brandon i'm gonna bring you on the show because you got you talking about real estate is that something like us black people need to get more involved in real estate is are we lacking in that he probably ain't gonna come on because he's shy but anyway uh another thing that i want to talk about too man since i got y'all on here hold on i wrote it down ah yeah another thing man so let's see if he comes on i don't know if brandon gonna come on or not but another thing I want to talk about, man, as far as, uh, you know, so I talk about the education system. I want to talk about as far as like positive friends, yo. Positive friends can change your life, man. Like, look, I'm not trying to preach on here, but like positive friends could change your life. Because like I said, when I was growing up, shout out to my to, the, to my homies and stuff like that, because I'm still homies with them. And there's no knock against them. You know what I'm saying? But what we was doing in the hood was just, you know, that's that's 
it was just everybody it was all my friends but when i started hanging when i when i started hanging with uh i'm not gonna say like a different particular people but it was a a, a friend of mine which i call my brother named john trong i started hanging with john trong and uh he was going to college and he was talking about what he wanted to do and all that and stuff like that and i started hanging with him and a couple more cats and it started rubbing off on me like maybe i need to be doing more than what i'm doing right now right now i'm just going through life just living you know what i'm saying not fulfilling no goals and nothing like that and when i started hanging with people like him that was like you know what i'm saying achieving goals at a young age and getting it and stuff like that it kind of rubbed off on me and and our kids right now as far as the environment that you know what i'm saying they're growing up in and i'm not just talking about the people that live in like the projects or whatever this can be like you know this could be the hood this could be gulf in uh delaware or this can be i don't know what streets y'all got the, in the power chair south park that's you know what i'm saying that's wilding out like that and stuff like that but uh you got we got to stay we, we got to you got to really change the environment what your kids are growing up in you gotta and for them to hang around positive friends you know because i was telling my dad as far as a kid to be successful you know what i'm saying if a kid dad is not there or if his uncle is in um jail or you know what i'm saying his brother is selling dope and his mom doesn't care like to go it's more likely that that kid is really not gonna give a damn about what's going on but if you got a kid that you know what i'm saying aunt is a teacher his uncle is a plumber. His other aunt is op entrepreneur or somebody's a, a police officer or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You got different options for that kid, you know what I'm saying, to be successful. When I was 17 and 18 and, and uh, you know what I'm saying, I was really wasn't doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? I went and lived with my uncle in Killeen and I was finna join the Navy, be honest with you, but I didn't know how to swim. I didn't know how to swim. That's the only reason why I didn't... Um, Join the Navy because I didn't know how to swim. I thought they was going to make me jump off a diving board, you know what I'm saying, and learn how to swim. And I didn't want to have somebody jump in the water and save me like that. So I didn't join the Navy just because of that, you know what I'm saying? But I had an option, you know what I'm saying, of doing that. A lot of kids don't have options, you know what I'm saying? I went live with my uncle. He took me around the barracks and all that type of stuff and showed me, you know what I'm saying, what was going on and, and uh gave me the presentation and stuff and uh that's the only reason why i didn't join the marines man but i had positive people around me you know what i'm saying i had an uncle in the army and i had an uncle that was uh worked at the railroad i don't know he was some supervisor or whatever at the time so i had options to be successful and we got to start giving you know what i'm saying our kids more options man you know what i'm saying so it's up to the parents y'all got to start uh achieving y'all goals man it's not too late to still achieve your goals, man. I graduated college at 36. You know what I'm saying? So if you need to achieve your goal, I can't smoke nothing, my G. I can't smoke, go to job. I can only sip, you know what I'm saying? Smoke for me, though. But y'all got to start achieving your goals, too, man. Y'all can't just be sitting y'all on your ass and wait for the government you know what I'm saying, to toss y'all $600 checks or $1,400 checks. Y'all need to be out there grinding, too. You know what I'm saying? To better yourself so you can better your kids too. You know what I'm saying? You can't be satisfied with uh 
live not knocking Meta. I'm just saying because I'm from the north, so I'm gonna just show that out there. But you can't be satisfied with living in Meta and, and expect your kids to be like, you know what I'm saying, to be great in that environment. That's a tough environment to be great. I'm not saying you can't, but you know what I'm saying? You gotta if you wanna do good, if you do good, your kids will do good. And that's that's one thing that made me go back to school and made me try to grind and, and do better because I didn't want to put no I didn't want my kids to live in no man, I almost cussed. I didn't want my I, I did not want my kids to live in like a shady environment. You know, I wanted to give my kids the best opportunity they have, you know what I'm saying, and put them in the best environment they have, you know what I'm saying? Low crime, out the way. Low key, laid back. I'm not saying that if a kid is raised uh, on Thomas Road, it's more likely to be successful with the stats. It lives a little bit higher for kids like that. But I'm just saying it's more difficult living in the hood to be successful because it's not much, you know what I'm saying, positivity around, you know what I'm saying, as far as motivating. Really, the kids got to motivate themselves. You really got to motivate yourself, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? If you're living in a uh a F off environment, you really gotta motivate yourself. The kid gotta motivate themselves. But yeah, I was telling Brandon Johnson uh, um I knew you weren't gonna come on a show, my G. I signed him a uh a request to come on a show since he wanna promote his business and stuff like that. Which he ain't coming on. Which that which uh which I'll check on I'll check him about that afterwards and stuff like that, but yeah, man, you, you got to see who your kids is, is hanging around with, man. You know what I'm saying? If you know your kids is hanging around some bad people, man, you got to you gotta speak up. You didn't get it. Man, it's in your inbox. You didn't even check your inbox. I'm looking at your message. You ain't checked it. The only thing you checked was something like, I don't even know what the date. Check your inbox. If you want to come on. But, uh. Like I said, man, you got to put your kids around a, like, you know, the environment, man. Uh, exactly. Uh, Charles, Charles said kids become what they see. Exactly. And that's the whole thing I'm talking about, Charles. If, if kids in our community see more successful uh, black men, they definitely will uh, gravitate towards that, man. They'll ask you, you know what I'm saying? Uh Hey, what do you do? How do you get that car? And are, you know what I'm saying? What kind of job you got? I remember when I used to work at a particular company or whatever, and I used to get off of work and uh and I walk in, I walked in the store, market basket, and the kid asked me, uh, how do you how did you get on at that plant, particular plant? And uh I told him, I told him everything I did. I told him step by step how I how I got it. As far as going to college, as far as getting you an intern. As far as you sitting in front of the class, paying attention to your teacher, so you get the best grade, so you so your GPA can be high enough, and all that type of stuff. And I told him, you know, what I'm saying, don't just apply at the big plants; apply everywhere, even if it's not in Texas. You know, what I'm saying, go get that job, go get that experience, and then you can apply somewhere back home if you want to come home if you choose to do that. And uh, you know, what I'm saying, I don't know what the kid did to this day, but. I gave them the steps that I that I took to get to where I needed to be or whatever. So like like Charles said, man, we need more. We need more positivity, man. We need more black men stepping up. Oh. 
Oh man, this boy in a dark background, man. Man, I'm ain't nobody can't see you. I'm actually driving. So I'm not gonna be able to stay on long, but I can answer a couple of questions. You know, safety first. I don't want to break the law. How you doing, Mitch? Yeah, Mitch already checked me about Kessel, man. I saw that. That's so why I can't break the law and let the judge see it. <laughs> I think only because one time. That's good, Mitch. I ain't cussing no more, man. And my mom be telling me about that. But uh, you said as far as real estate, I don't want to say too much because you're supposed to come on a show in like a few more weeks, next month or something like that. But Yeah, I'm supposed to come on in February. Yeah, so as far as because I don't think a lot of black men think about real estate. What made you think about real estate? What made me think about real estate? I had an older cousin who invested in real estate and I saw the lifestyle that he lived legally. You know, um, I think a lot of times we are we are impressed by um, what, what we see, you know, growing up in the hood. You see the dope boy who have all of the nice stuff, the nice cars and you know, the Gucci belt and things of that nature. But so, so that lifestyle seems to be glamorous and, and we're infatuated with it, but we don't know or we don't learn that we can do that legally also. You can, you can hustle legally. Mm -hmm. uh, real estate also builds generational wealth. It's something you can own and leave behind to your kids and down through your lineage, your kids, kids, things of that nature. All of my kids gonna have rental properties. I'm gonna start buying them for them. So, and that's what I was talking about as far as like having positive people, having, uh, you know, people that you can see that, you know, living like a lifestyle that you want to live. You said your cousin, your cousin was living a dope lifestyle and that what made you get into it. Definitely. He still does. Um, and then that's what I'm saying. A lot of, a lot of kids growing up in the hood, they don't see someone that's living that type of lifestyle. All they see is like, the homie out there that's selling and making a little money and putting rims on his car and they're thinking like, man, I want to swing down the block with the swangers and look just like him. They don't have any positive people like that. And, and we got to check ourselves on that. Well, I mean, it, it, you, we relate to a, a personification of us. If that's the only light that we're glorified in, then, you know, that, that's what we're going to continue. But You've heard all through school that knowledge is power, and this is very true. It's not just what you're learning from seven to three when you're inside those walls of, of whatever school you're at. It's what you're learning that's going to make a difference in your life, uh, your credit, your, how to what to what how you can write things up on your taxes, uh, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, um, uh, real estate investing, paintings, and things like that. I mean, Jay-Z said it best on 449. He's trying to give you a million dollars worth of game for 999. A 444. You know, I have a friend, Rain uh, Limbrick. She's really good with stocks. You know, I mean, she posts on social media her success stories as well as her failures. And I mean, these are things that we need to teach our kids. She's from Beaumont? Of color, but we, she is from Beaumont. What's her name? Her grandmother lived in the Pale Orchard. Rain Limbrick. Rain Trashan Limbrick. She's married to Randy Limbrick. Okay. So, I mean, we have to do our part. We have to teach our kids different. You know, uh, we hear all the time that the streets are taking our kids from us, you know, whether they're uh, dead or in jail. But we have to change the narrative. We have to do something different. So that way we don't, our kids don't feel subject or feel 
that they have to go that lifestyle to 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 make it out the hood. You know, we we we're beginning crack rocks and jump shots. Yeah, yeah, and and that's one thing too. When I talk to a few kids at at uh, really Ray Smith, uh, and I asked them what they wanted to be, you know, that's what they wanted to be. They wanted to play in the NBA. And I was trying to tell him, like, look, man, you know what I'm saying? It's more than just the NBA out there. You know, it's, it's I'm not saying you can't do it, but I'm just saying, man, have you a goal, have you a backup plan just in case that jump shot don't fall through. And I talked to I talked to a couple of them, man, and they both said the same thing, the NBA or whatever. And I was like, hey, we all want to be in the NBA. We just don't want we don't have the work ethic. You know, we're not going to sit there and shoot 100 threes. And if you had 97, you miss, you're going to start over. But we do offer a real estate investment mentoring program where we teach people how to invest in real estate using little to none of their own money. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a good program because some people who never thought they could invest in real estate is actually doing it. Would you try, would, would you be uh, interested? Do y'all do high school students if they want to get in real estate? Um, I mean, we, we, we could work with them. We can teach them some things. But so the thing about unless they're 18. So this is based off, you know, you will need your income and your credit is based off your income and your credit. You don't necessarily have to use it. So uh, if you're coming fresh out of high school, you might not have any income or credit established. No, yet. no, Brandon. Hey, Brandon, what I'm talking about is, you know how they have like, uh, you know how you can intern with a company? Yeah. Can somebody intern? Would y'all intern like if somebody like a little like uh, 11 grader say, hey, man, when I grow up, I want to be into real estate, you know, and and. I see what you're doing. Can I intern under you? Are y'all would y'all do something like that? Yeah, we would get a we would get some uh, permission from the parents, but I don't have an issue with you know uh, somebody doing ride alongs. Here's the deal: uh, real estate is a trade. You know, it's not it's it's a license. You know, it's not some it's not a nine to five. So it's something you can do when you're off from work, or um, it's something you can do all day. But it is a hustle. It's something you you get out exactly what you put in, just like every other metric in life you get out exactly what you put in okay yeah because uh you know I, uh, like you said as far as real estate go like you know i got a i got a friend of mine that we both know i, I spoke on john tron and uh, he's a part of our program he bought a, yeah. a few houses this year he, he's 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 an excellent student man i love john to death he, he mm -hmm. he's very comfortable you know uh and i think he's enjoying it you know what i mean he he I told him, you know, you're creating generational wealth and you're changing the narrative for your family. Yeah, yeah. And um, I've seen it kind of, you know, change him. And I've seen him put in the passion and commitment into it. And it's prospering for him. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, like I said, I don't see, I, we don't see a lot of black males, black men get into real estate. That's, that's due to lack of education. You know, uh, how many black men see their parents, see their see their dad in the house? You know, my dad had rental properties also. And I remember when we were in high school, he would have the whole football team over there <laughs> working on it. You know, I mean, you can ask Eric Thomas, Xavier Brooks. We was all over there working at the properties and things like that, you know, growing up. You say he had the whole football team. <laughs> yeah, he'd have us over there painting and things. He got he got that free labor out of us. I'm just like I'm not, I'm not gonna say too. Much. I'm not gonna give Mitch a hard time. Uh, just tempting a hard time, but he got that child labor out of us. I don't know what the laws were back then. That's when they had corporal punishment too. 
Yeah, you spoke on your your dad. Your dad was on y'all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, but you know what? I I wouldn't change it for nothing in the world, man. Because you know, the the world offers a lot of distractions to people that are negative. You know, my dad made sure his sons were stayed on on the up and up. He made sure that his kids stayed in a positive. Him and my mother together, he made sure that we stayed on the right track. You know, I mean, especially you know, I'm from the Pell Orchard. You know, the opportunity to go anywhere. Uh, to go left at any time was there, but they they stayed on us and they kept us, you know, on the right on the right path. I thought you was from um, South Park. I live in South Park now. I was born and raised in the Pell Archer, right here behind oh. Lincoln Terrace. Okay, no doubt. Yeah, and uh, like I said, man, uh, you know, I seen like the I seen the three kids. Well, yeah, they only posted three because one of them was sixteen, and they plastered them all. They got them all on Facebook social media they got them on the news and stuff like that and i just felt bad because man them kids now with a record you know what i'm saying it's 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 gonna stick with them it's gonna it's gonna make them hard it's gonna now companies are gonna be like they're gonna be able to look at their record and be able to you know push them away it's easy for them now man and i used to tell my son that too i used to tell my son that like look you don't want no you don't want any record you don't want to get in trouble and stuff like that because it's going to make it 10 times harder now for you to get that job you want, because now they have an excuse not to even hire you. A lot of places that a lot in my field, they really hire black men because they have to. It, they have to fit their quota. You know what I'm saying? If they are hiring 25 particular people, they got to have at least two, three brothers. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard to get in these type of places anyway. So you with a record now. It's gonna really, really knock you out the box. You can't even really don't even don't even go to school for that. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna have to go to school for something else because you know it's just gonna be a wasted degree. And I used to tell that to him all the time, like, look, man, just stay out of trouble, focus on what you want to do, be consistent, you know what I'm saying, and all that. But when I see these kids, man, it's just uh okay, I see you got little mama with you. Yeah, she here. She said, and I and I'm gonna say this, man. I don't agree with that. With with you know, I think I think the felony should be um, a small factor, dependent on the felony. You know, I don't think that should deter somebody from getting a job, depending on how old you were. You know, mm-hmm. kids are impressionable, and people change. Everybody's entitled to their mistakes. You know, and and I don't think it should be a life sentence. You know, I mean, I made mistakes when I was growing up. You know, um, that you right. you know, that I'm not proud of it. But now today it helped mold and shape me into the person that I'm in today that I can teach my kids not to make the same mistakes or I can help guide them through, you know, the mistakes that they will make, you know, because mistakes are inevitable. Everybody makes them, you know. Um, but, you know, it, I was fortunate enough that my that my past or the things that caused me to go to jail didn't didn't keep me from getting a, a good job. You know, when I got a good job. Again, I invested in real estate. You know, to me, my job was nothing more than just leverage, and and my the money that I made was just an employee. So I don't I don't agree with you know felonies keeping people from getting a job. Now, depending on the felony, if you walk into a, into your last job and shoot everybody in the place, then yeah, I won't hire you. But I mean, if you if you had a a, a marijuana charge or something like that, then you know, I mean, so it's yeah. a, it's a, it's it's a nonviolent crime. You know, things like that. So I just, I, I just, depending on the degree of the felony, 
and things like that. You know, like again, you know, it's, it's it shouldn't be a life sentence. You pay your debt to society, you should be able to go and, and, and work free. You know, what I mean, uh, but I mean that. But then again, that goes to towards our prison system. Our prison system should be some type of of, of um, reform. You know, you're supposed to help. You want? I feel like people when they come out of prison, they should be ready to go back into society and not make the same mistakes or not end up back in those same places, you know, or do the same things that got them there in the first place. I had a, I had a kid, man, he bought a house from me. He bought a house from me, uh, he and his fiance. Mm -hmm. And two days before we closed, was supposed to close. He was at his cousin house and got arrested. His cousin stole some, stole some lawnmowers and yeah. he was arrested for it. And even though the cousin wrote a letter stating that he had nothing to do with it, because he had priors, he went. He was sentenced to eighteen years in jail behind a stolen lawnmower. Dang, eighteen uh, years! Eighteen years, and he eventually hung himself in there. Now, Damn. you for for I mean, and they had to get a power of attorney for for his family to even close on the house his mother had to sign for. Him. But I mean, just the 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 fact that you know, yeah, just. To me, that's some outlandish. Eighteen years for, for a lawnmower. Yeah, I've that's been here priors, but I mean, even when you sign an affidavit saying, "Hey, my cousin had nothing to do with it," you still throw the book at him just because you have the ability to, or whatever the case may be. You know. Yeah, no doubt, and, and I feel, I feel what you're saying, and I think voting buys too. I think voting. I don't think just because you get a felony or something like that, they take your you know, they take your vote away. I mean, you're still a person. You still have the, I think you still have the right to pick who you want to be president or mayor or whoever it want to be just because you went to jail and you got a felony. I don't think they should take that. That's crazy. I don't even know why that even exists. That you well, can't here's vote. the deal. Here's the deal. Once you, in the state of Texas, once you have paid your debt to society, once you're off papers and you're uh, free and clear, you can vote. Your voters' rights are are again restored so if i go to jail for, for 10 years and i come home and i'm on parole for another three or four years once i'm off papers and i'm free and clear my my right to vote is is given back to me i still can't bear arms but okay okay well charles said you can as long as you're off papers that's what okay, i just said okay all right my bad yeah, um you can your, your right to vote is restored okay all right i guess that's what's up mitch said young people uh can't get into ivy league because of the foolish things that they post on social media we have to raise our standards yeah i guess so i thought we were talking about real estate man <laughs> i am but i'm just going on a I, i'm just listening to a conversation i mean i just posted a uh a comment mitch said what did mitch say we can't Mitch was saying uh, that young people can't get into Ivy League schools because of foolish things that they post on social media. You know, a, a lot of employers um, um, look at your social media. I know when I'm when I'm looking at potential uh, agents and things like that, I view their social media um, to make sure that professionalism is is uh, to a certain level um, that you know meets my my level of professionalism or something that i can tolerate you know i understand that that we're people and and we like to have fun and things like that and you want to be relatable to society or to your clients and things like that but you know um there's a fine line between fun and you know 
utterly disrespectful or or non-professional. So, um, yeah, yeah, and I review that. social media and things like, and a lot of employers review your social media. Yeah, they do, as well it as schools. Matter. It don't matter if it's fast food or not; they still they still check out your social media. Yeah, yeah, so. Oh damn! I accidentally clicked him out. <laughs> oh, I accidentally logged out, man. I don't know what I did. That's my first time. I just did some wild stuff. I thought I was gone. I accidentally pressed the wrong button, and look, Brandon gone. He had to leave anyway. But I wasn't gonna stay on here that long, to be honest with you, on the show. I just wanted to say a few things, and I just wanted to see. I had a few people that said they was gonna come on and chime in on a few things. But I mainly want to speak on something solo. But uh, yeah, I accidentally clicked the wrong button, and I don't know what happened to um, <laughs> Brandon. But he was ready to jump off there anyway. He had his daughter and stuff like that. But uh, hey, man, my thing is all messed up. I don't know what I did. But anything, man. Anyway, man, we gotta check ourselves though. To be honest with you. And, and and I'm not just speaking on other people, you know. I got we got I got to check myself too, you know what I'm saying. As far as like my daughter being raised and stuff, I got to watch how I talk. I got to watch certain things, how I act, um, because she's watching, and y'all kids watching too, man. They'll know if y'all don't care. They they will know if they can get by and do anything, or if they could go hang with their homeboys at one o'clock in the morning and do all that and stuff like that. So what I'm saying before I get out of here, man. It's uh, man. Let's check ourselves. Let's be more positive towards each other. Let's stop. Let's stop all the hating. And uh, man, let's just not just make our community better, but let's just make ourselves better, man. Let's make the whole environment better. Southeast Texas better. Uh, wherever you live, your household better. And um, you know what I'm saying. I'm finna check on out. I'm finna tap on out of here. And I appreciate everybody that came on because this was just gonna be like just a little quick show. Um, but I do have Stacy Lewis coming on next week and, uh, this could be a dope conversation with him. You know what I'm saying? So y'all tap in next Friday, 8 PM. Uh, and also before I leave y'all check out, um, my website should be dropping pretty soon. Uh, I don't know why you couldn't come in. You come in right now. So I don't know why you couldn't comment. Maybe you weren't doing it right. <laughs> well, I couldn't comment. Comment on what? On this on this right here or on Facebook? On my Facebook page. I don't know why you couldn't comment. I'm not sure. Maybe Facebook blocked you or something for a split second. I don't know. But uh, like I said, the website should be dropping with the clothing clothing brand, kickback clothing. Uh I'm finna work. I'm finna you probably said some cuss words or something, and Facebook probably uh I don't know. Facebook probably, I didn't have nothing to do with it, so I, I don't know what happened. But you could comment now. No, the show? I don't know. I don't know why you couldn't comment. Maybe you did. Maybe I missed your comment, but I see your comments now. Nah, I don't know what, I don't know what's going on. 
Maybe he wasn't in inner or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, like I said, man, the clothing brand, I'm going to work on a website now. I appreciate everybody who bought stuff from me from the soft opening. And uh, oh, I don't know what happened, Candace. I, I don't know. I don't know why I didn't let you comment. I'm not sure, to be honest with you. You know, I don't I don't know how how it works on the other side as far as like people commenting and doing all that type of stuff. <laughs> yeah, let me get out of here, man. You talking about my shirt, man. Chill out. Drew Brees gone anyway. Y'all finna be out of there. You finna jump on another team anyway. Drew Brees out of there. You can't hop on the Texans because they out of there too. So you gotta you might as well come over to this side. Come on to Dallas. All right, we're going to accept you. We'll forgive you for all the things that you said uh, against us and stuff like that. It's all good. It'll be a clean slate. Come on over here. It's good on this side. All right. That coming back. Super Bowls is coming soon. You know what I'm saying? Come join on the winning team. Come join on the winning side. All right. Don't be on the other side by yourself. Lonely. I'm standing the hand. I'm standing the, the invitation right now. Come jump on the bandwagon. It's good over here. Blue and gray all day. <laughs> But anyway, man, I'm finna get up out of here. Y'all be safe. Y'all be blessed. Y'all take care. Y'all watch the show next week. Y'all look out for my website. It's dropping soon. I'm finna work on it right now. Hopefully, hopefully I'm not lying. Hopefully I could hopefully I can start on it today. But I gotta go. Y'all be safe, man. All right, 100. I'm